0: Rising. I'm your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, tuning into the show. How's everybody doing out there? Huh? It's Friday night. Law of One, right? Probably turn that off. Bang! There I am. Howdy. Namaste. How are you guys doing? Give me a shout out in the in the chat there so I know that you're there, right? Shout this out, shout this out, shout this out. <coughs> Friday night, the Law of One. We're uh, doing um, the law of one, we're on session 101 out of 106. We're almost done with the law of one. What is that gonna leave us with, right? Craziness. It's okay. I got more stuff coming. Okay, so it's Friday night. So share this out, guys, and let everybody know that we're uh, live here. I'm gonna share this out as well. Um, and we'll get started here on the law of one, right? Not gonna waste any too much time here um doing that. I was gonna verify that we're live, but my phone is acting weird and it won't let me verify that. But it looks like we are because You guys are out there. At least somebody's in the crowd, right? So share it out, share it out, share it out. Um, Like I said, I I couldn't verify that it was live because my phone, for some reason, uh, is just tripping. So I'll have to go to one of the other monitors here and see or check that one uh, and see what's going on. But it says I'm live. So namaste, right? Looking at the wrong camera. Namaste. Okay, so we're on session 101. That's insane, right? Craziness, craziness. I think I have that. Uh, pulled up over here let me check before we go over here and I find out that I don't no I do I haven't set up and ready to go it's session 101 so let me share my screen uh, and then I'll go into full screen over here and we'll go ahead and get started and then I'll uh, I'll look here but yeah say something I see there you are right so I know that people are out. I know I'm live because you guys are talking to me in the chat now right <laughs> good evening right thank you for for letting me know it's Friday I know right Sometimes I do the same thing and I go, what is the day? I got to look it up on the calendar. You know, it's different when I was working. I knew what day it was, what time it was. I could tell you, I can still tell you with a sundial by looking out in the sun. But uh, I knew what day it was. I knew what date it was. These days, because I've been retired, um, I'm like, "Wait where are we? What month is this? What day is this? <laughs> right? Some days, yeah, I thought like Tuesday was Wednesday when we were on Tuesday. That's crazy, right? I thought Tuesday was Wednesday. I don't know what's going on with that. Okay, so let me go ahead and share my screen here. And um we will go into is it a tab? Yeah, here we go. Let's go over here and I'll go into full screen over here. And then I'll go full screen, full screen, so you guys don't see the, the rest of the stuff on the side there. There we go. I am not. And I started it already, but let me stop it real quick. Uh, just so you guys know, right? For those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, you don't have the heads up. You can't see what it says, the Law of One, by a Raw, a humble messenger of the Law of One. This is session 101, and it took place December 21st, 1982. So we're coming to the end of it. they so are talking about the tarot cards uh, and stuff like that, and the archetypes. Um, I'm sure they'll continue. Let's see. I didn't even do any homework to find out where it was because we're close to the end. I'm just letting it play, right? So here we go.
1: I greet you in the love and in the light of the One Infinite Creator. We communicate now. Question 101.1 Questioner, could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. All energy levels of the instrument are somewhat diminished due to the distortions of physical pain and recent mental-emotional catalyst. However, the energy levels appear to be very liable to be improved in what you call your immediate future. Question 101.2 Questioner, thank you. What has caused the swelling in Jim's body, and what can be done to heal it? Answer, I am Ra. For the answer to this query we must begin with the consideration of the serpent, signifying wisdom. This symbol has the value of the ease of viewing the two faces of the one who is wise. Positive wisdom adorns the brow indicating indigore work. Negative wisdom by which we intend to signify expressions which effectually separate the self from the other self, may be symbolized by poison of the fangs. To use that which a mind, body, spirit complex has gained of wisdom for the uses of separation is to invite the fatal bite of that wisdom's darker side. The entity has a mental-emotional tendency, which has been lessening in distortion for some of your space-time, towards negative wisdom. The entities being already aware of this causes us not to dwell upon this point but merely to specifically draw the boundaries of the metaphysical background for the energizing of a series of bites from one of your second density species, in this case the bite was no more than that of one of the arachnids, sometimes called the wood spider. However, it is possible that were enough work done to test the origin of the pathology of the entity, it is within possibility probability limits that the testing would show the bite of the cotton mouth rather than the bite of the common wood spider. The energizing took its place within the lymphatic system of the entity's yellow ray, physical body. Therefore, the working continues. There is increasing strain upon the spleen, the suprarenal glands, the renal complex, and some possibility probability of difficulty with the liver. Further, the lymphatic difficulties have begun to strain the entity's bronchial system. This is some general information upon what is to be noted as a somewhat efficient working. The removal of these distortions has several portions. Firstly, it is well to seek the good offices of the one known as Stuart so that harsh chemical means may be taken to awaken the histaminic reflexes of the entity and to aid in the removal of Adama. Secondly, we suggest that which has already begun, that is, the request of the one known now to this group as Bob that this entity may focus its aid upon the metaphysical connections with the yellow ray body. Thirdly, the entity must take note of its physical vehicle's need for potassium. The ingesting of the fruit of the banana palm is recommended. Fourthly, the link between the swelling of contumely asterisk and the apparent present situation is helpful. As always the support of the harmonious group is an aid, as is meditation. It is to be noted that this entity requires some discipline in the meditation which the others of the group do not find necessary in the same manner.
0: Welcome, uh, Kevin. Welcome, Reese. I saw you guys there, but he's going on pretty long here. So I decided to stop instead of waiting. Welcome, fellas. Share this out. Share this out. Like I said, uh, everybody out there, share it out, please. Um, I'm going to try and share it out as well. But my, like I said, my phone's not working right, so I'm using my other monitor to do that, right? But I'm also trying to pay attention to what's being said in case I need to cut in. So please share this out. All right, here we go.
1: Therefore, the entity may continue with its forms of meditation knowing that each in the group supports it entirely although the instinct to share in the discipline is not always present. Each entity has its ways of viewing and learning from the illusion, and each process is catalyst using unique circuitry. Thus all need not be the same to be equal in will and faith. Asterisk contumely, insulting rudeness in speech or manner, scornful insolence, an insult or an insulting act. Less than of contumely less than el contumelia approach, question 101.3. Questioner, thank you. I will make a statement about the way I see the action in this instance and would request Ra's comment on it. I see the present situation as the creator knowing itself by using the concept of polarization. We seem to accentuate or to produce catalyst to increase the desired polarization whether the desired mechanism be random through what we call the higher self, or through utilizing the services of an oppositely polarized entity acting upon us. All of these seem to produce the same effect which is more intense polarization in the desired direction once the direction has been definitely chosen. I see the catalyst of the second density and setback being a function of either or any of the sources of which I have spoken, from random to the higher self or polarized services of negative entities who monitor our activities all of which have roughly the same ultimate effect. Would Ra comment on my observation? Answer, I am Ra. We find your observations unexceptional and in the large correct.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny that uh, this enti- that entire conversation was over a spider bite on Carla. You know, I mean, that, that's that's the, uh, the, the you know, true nature of a scientist to overkill thinking on a spider bite, right? I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what he did because I do the same thing. Those of us with a scientific mind or even the you know, police department with an, with an investigative mind, you tend to do the same thing. We overanalyze everything, uh, you know, and that's just crazy that he did that and that we do that, right? That's weird. I I'm just pointing that out, one of those things that that was a lot said by, by Raw when, when they were speaking and a ton just now by Dawn all of that is just literally saying, you know, that there's the spider that bit her and the possibility and probability that it, that could be, uh, you know, a, an intent uh, to do damage to her if not kill her by this entity in a different dimension, uh, trying, you know, using the spider to, to do this to try and, uh, you know, basically kill Carla. That's a long, drawn out conversation. And then, you know, I do stuff like that and people go, man, Leo, you go on like forever. But that's unfortunately we get that mindset and, and nothing we do is is quick in that respect crazy right sorry guys
1: <laughs> question 101.4 questioner in this particular case which avenue was the one that produced the catalyst of the bite? answer i am raw the nature of catalyst is such that there is only one source for the catalyst and experience of further attempts at specificity and dealing with the architecture of the
0: right julie and yeah snarky raw is back right
1: (laughs) unconscious mind of the self therefore in an incarnational experience the self as creator especially the higher self is the base from which catalyst stands to offer its service to the mind body or spirit in the sense which we feel you intend the source was the fifth density negative friend which had noted the gradual falling away of the inharmonious patterns of the distortion called anger-frustration in the entity. The insect was easily led to an attack, and the physical vehicle, which had long-standing allergies and sensitivities, was also easily led into the mechanisms of the failure of the lymphatic function and the greatly diminished ability of the immune system to remove from the yellow ray body that which distorted it. Question 101.5. Questioner, something occurred to me. I am going to make a guess that my illness over the past week was a function of an action by my higher self to eliminate the possibility of a residence in the proximity of a large number of bees that I observed. Would Ra comment on my statement? Answer, I am Ra. We can comment, not upon the questioner's physical distortions, but upon the indubitable truth of second-density hive creatures. That is, that a hive mentality as a whole can be influenced by one strong metaphysical impulse. Both the instrument and the scribe have the capacity for great distortions toward non-viability, given such an attack by a great number of the stinging insects. Question 101.6 Questioner, are the thought form parameters and the general parameters of the 893 Oakdale Road address in Atlanta such that no cleansing would be necessary, if Ra has this information? Answer, I am raw. No. Question 101.7.
0: <laughs> I am raw. No. <laughs> there's, your, there's your snarky, snarky raw, right?
1: <laughs> um, questioner, would cleansing of the nature suggested for the other house just south of the airport in Atlanta to be advisable for the 893 Oakdale Road address? Answer, I am raw. We note that any residents... Whether previously benign, as is the one of which you speak, or previously of malignant character, needs the basic cleansing of the salt, water, and broom. The benign nature of the aforementioned domicile is such that the cleansing could be done in two portions, that is, no egress or entrance through any but one opening, for one cleansing. Then egress and entrance from all other places while the remaining portal is properly sealed. The placing of salt may be done at the place which is not being sealed during the first of the cleansings, and the salt may be requested to act as seal and yet allow the passage of gentle spirits such as yourselves. We suggest that you speak to this substance and name each entity for which permission is needed in order to pass. Let no person pass without permission being asked of the salt. This is the case in the residence of which you speak. Question 101.8 Questioner, thank you. Could Ra give information on any way that we could give information to, name, as to how to alleviate her present condition of swelling? Answer, I am Ra. We may only suggest that the honour of propinquity to light carries with it the law of responsibility. The duty to refrain from contumely and discord in all things, which, when unresolved with it, makes way for workings, lies before the instrument of which you speak. This entity may, if it is desired by the scribe, Share our comments upon the working of the latter entity. The entity which is given constant and unremitting approval by those surrounding it suffers from the loss of the mirroring effect of those which reflect truthfully rather than unquestioningly. This is not a suggestion to reinstate judgment but merely a suggestion for all those supporting instruments, that is, support, be harmonious, share in love, joy, and thanksgiving but find love within truth. For each instrument benefits from this support more than from the total admiration which overcomes discrimination. Question 101.9. Questioner.
0: So, you know, that, that's actually something that's important to think about, you know, when you're working, if you're working with a group of people, um, everybody has to be open and honest, uh, you know, with themselves and with everyone else, Right. Uh, Sherry, good evening. Welcome, welcome. Share this out, share this out. I see you in the chat there. But, you know, everybody has to be open and honest with everyone else. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And that's kind of what they're saying there. Everybody has to be on point in love and make sure that they're harmonious. Otherwise, things break down and it doesn't work, right? So when after Dawn had died, um, they were not able to make contact with Raul anymore because the dynamic of the group changed, even though Carla was still there and, and the, the uh, scribe was still there. Uh, The questioner had changed, so the energy of the three of them that were there changed. They were never able to uh, then um, contact Raw anymore. There was a bunch of other people. There's Mandy in the chat there. Welcome, welcome, Mandy. Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. So they, they, uh, they were never able to contact Raw anymore. They were able to contact other entities, which I haven't read some of the stuff, and I will because if any of it is half as good as the stuff that Raw brought them, uh, you know, I'll continue to um, you know bring you some of that stuff going forward. Uh, I don't know that I will for sure. It just depends on the the um, content of you know what they who they spoke to and what, right? So, all right, let's continue here.
1: Thank you. That was the forty-five minute signal. So I would ask if there is anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact. Answer: I am Ra. We find that this instrument has used all the transferred energy and has been speaking using its vital energy reserve. We do suggest using the transferred sexual energy to the total exclusion of vital reserves if possible. The alignments are as they must be for all to continue well. We are grateful for the conscientiousness of the support group. I am Ra. I leave this group glorying in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth rejoicing. Therefore, in the power and in the peace of the creator, Adonai.
0: Okay, so that's the end of that session. So those of you who are um, listening on the MP3 file, you don't know why there's a, a blank in the sound. That's because that video is ending and the, second, or the next video is prompting, right? And that'll start here in a second. Um, this is the law of one. Session 102, 102, done March 22nd, 1983, for those of you on the MP3
1: broadcast. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Question 102.1. Questioner, would you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The physical energy deficit of this entity is the most substantial across which we have come. The mental and mental-emotional distortions are near to balance and the vital energy of the instrument, as a whole, is distorted towards health or strength weakness due to the will of the instrument. Question 102.2. Questioner, will Ra please tell us what caused the pain and cramping in the instrument's stomach, and what could be done to heal it? Ra, in order to observe the cause of physical distortions towards illness one must look to the energy center which is blocked. In this situation, the blockage being yellow ray, the experiences are the characteristics of that region of the chemical body. The so-called lacuna in the wind-written armor of light and lard was closed and not only repaired but much improved. However, the distortions energized during this moment relapse from free energy flow serious and shall be continuing for, in all possibility probability vortices, some of your space-time, for a predisposition to spasticity in the transverse colon has been energized. There is also pre-existing weakness in pancreatic functions, especially that link with the hypothalamus, there is also the pre-existing damage to portions of the liver. These lax or distortions manifest in that portion of the system directly proceeding from the jejunum. Further, there is some irritation closer to the duodenum which causes the instrument to fail in assimilating foodstuffs. This is an allopathically caused irritation. The diet is of central import. We can go no further in observing the system of the entity as a full discussion of those distortions towards various weakness strengths which contribute to the present difficulty begin with the lips and end with the anus. We may note that the instrument has remained centered upon the creator at a percentage exceeding 90. This is the key. Continue in thanksgiving and gratitude for all things. There are stronger antispasmodic drugs which the one not known to this instrument, but known as Arthur by the offering the recommendation to do this being as it is that which does not retain or remove life and does further remove from the instrument its opportunities for study in this situation needs must be withheld we are not in a position to recommend treatment at this space time beyond the watching of the types of foodstuffs ingested question 102 yeah especially if
0: it's doing all kinds of damage and and you know what she's got going on i mean that's kind of crazy some of that is junk food and alcohol and drugs and things like that. She was doing shrooms at one point. They talked about that acid at another point. Uh, and it was interfering with uh, the communication You know, smoking pot was okay. Uh, but the barbiturates, the other barbiturates she was taking, they, they didn't like the, the, the uh, connection was dimmed a little bit from doing that, uh, which is, you know, odd. It's like the opposite of the sixties in the sixties, they were taking psychedelic drugs to open their minds and, To open those doors uh you know just like hence the name of the band the doors uh but now everyone's achieving that and even in the 80s obviously they were achieving it without the aid of the drugs and when they were doing starting to mess with the drugs and raw was like yeah that's messing with the connection Uh, other than you know like i said smoking pot alcohol wasn't too bad but i don't know how much she did back then so i don't know if that was what it was or if it was just some food that you were you know because Sometimes we take stuff because we think it's a cleanser because someone says, you're going to eat that and it'll cleanse your body of this. And you eat that and you don't realize that that's building toxins up in your liver or somewhere else. Uh, you know what I mean? So that, that's why they always tell us be careful with natural remedies because sometimes people tell you one thing and you don't realize that it does something else uh, as well. You know what I mean? There's always side effects to something, but, you know, I mean, that's not always the case, right? But there is somebody trying to murder her. So every little teeny detail counts, right?
1: Point three. Questioner, thank you. I'm not sure that I understood everything that you said. The last name of this Arthur and where he is located. Can you give me that information? Answer: I am Ra. We can. Question one hundred.
0: See, there's there's snarky Ra again. We can. And then he waits until he says, "Will you please do that?" <laughs> That's so hilarious. The difference between. The, the communication on that level, and, and the, it, we take so many uh, uh, liberties with our communication that it's implied that when we said thank you, can you give us this information, that's us asking you, will you do that, please, uh, at the same time. but You know, you know what I mean? But th- that's not the way Raw sees it. So Raw's absolute, and it's hilarious because if we were talking – if I was talking to Don, he said that to me, I would assume by his, the last part of that question, the last question, that you know, after the first question, that that was what he was asking me to do, was to, to actually, and Ra's so snarky, it's fun. It's fun when he does that. Anyway, here we go. Or when they do that.
1: Two point four. Questioner, will you please do that? Answer, I am Ra. The entity, Sound Vibration Arthur, has a surname's Cohen and is of your locality. Question 102.5 questioner what foods should the instrument eliminate in her diet in order to alleviate these painful attacks ra the information gained from the one known as bob that which is to be recommended further all foodstuffs are to be cooked so that those things which are ingested be soft and easily macerated there is a complex addiction due to long-standing eating habits to your sugars it is to be recommended that Therefore, this sugar be given in its more concentrated form in your time of late afternoon, as you term it, with the ingestion of the sugared libation approximately one to two of your hours after the evening meal. It is further suggested that since this instrument has been using sugars for carbohydrates that a small amount of carbohydrates, though in sugar, be ingested approximately one to two of your hours before the sleeping period. Question 102.6 Question: As I understand what you say, the instrument is to have no sugar until late in the afternoon. Is that correct? Answer, I am Ra. No. Question 102.7. Questioner, I didn't fully understand what you meant about when she should have the sugar. Could you clear that up, please? Answer, I am Ra. The concentrated sugar, that is, the dessert, the ice cream, the cookie, should be ingested at that time. Small amounts of the fructose, maple, or raw honey may be ingested periodically for, as we have said, the chemistry of this yellow ray body is such that the sugar is being used by blood enzymes as with carbohydrates in a less distorted yellow ray physical vehicle. Question 102.8. Questioner, I'm
0: sorry. See, so that's something to think about. Those of you out there who are nutritionists or those of you who are not, if you're a nutritionist, you probably already have that idea. that, that literally we talk about this, you know, when we talk about Ascension foods, we literally talk about the food that you eat because, you know, we are what we eat. You hear that your whole life, but it is more true than you think. And the amount of sugars that we consume in the different ways that sugars, there's sugar in just about everything. And, our body breaks everything down to a carbohydrate, which we then turn into a sugar for fuel. That's what our bodies have gotten used to, and especially when you live in the society that we live in, on this planet where everything is sugar based. It's either chocolate covered or sugar or both, right Or salt covered, and then it's or all of the above. So <clears throat> you have to be careful what you eat. Now you know we're, that's not saying you have to become a vegan or a vegetarian or go on keto. Right, but you know some people choose that because it works better for their bodies and in the the attunement that they have. However, if you you know if you just eat junk and fast food, I mean that guy did that movie where he ate nothing but McDonald's and almost killed him in a year. They had to intervene because he almost died in real life. So he he literally went from a guy who was super healthy athlete to to literally they were at an intervention so he wouldn't die a year later because all he ate was fast food. That has to tell you something about that right? I mean, you have to, you have to admit that to yourself. So the truth is, if you, if you eat properly, you know, uh, and and watch the amount of sugars and keep the amount of carbs and sugars out of your diet, your your body, and you can ask anybody who does keto, your body will then turn to other things for fuel. It's not going to just starve you, it'll turn to other things for fuel. And when it starts consuming the proteins and the fats, it's better for you, especially because everything that we have is high in protein and high in fat and then high in sugar. So you cut the sugar out and let it work on fat and then your body is healthier and, you know, then you have to exercise, you have to do other things. But you have to have a healthy balance, but not the one that's set up on the pyramid scheme because that was set up by that guy who was, uh, who was paid off in the 60s to lie about sugar being good for you. And then he became the head of the FDA and created that pyramid structure for our food intake, which is a lie. It was high in carbs and high in sugar. Uh, You can look into that. They know that now. I'm not making that up. That's something they discovered. And the woman was actually on Dr. Oz. She came on there and blew the whistle on on everything and and then told the whole world, look, here's the documentation that shows he was paid off. Two guys were paid off. And one of them, uh, they were both in the, you know, um, FTA. And one of them became the head of the FTA. And that's what he did. And he was paid off $10,000 back in the 60s, I think, or maybe more. It was a lot of money, especially in the 60s with a lot of money for the 60s. And they both lied. So you got to be careful and you have to really like learn your body, guys, learn your body, pay attention. That's what all of this is really about. If you go back to the beginning of, of uh, the law of one, most of what they're talking about is for you to understand your, you know, your spirit, your, your body, your mind, your soul, everything. Right. Like Rodney says, let me put it up on the screen here for you. And I'll read it to you. For those of you who are on the MP3 file, Uh Rodney says, uh, we are what we eat. Sure. There's a, there's a gut, and a brain connection. God is mind. Mind is thought. And I am thought. See, so he's making that connection for you. He's just showing you that, uh, you know, here's he furthered that with the ancients called uh, the intestines, the second brain. Right. I mean, that's crazy. Right. And, and so, I mean, that and it's kind of true. I mean, the Japanese were kind of the same way they believed that was where your life was when they, committed, you know, howdy, howdy, it was cutting open the intestines, just this, the, 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 the you know, the, the abdomen, so that the intestines poured out, because they believe that was where the life was, not your heart, where we say, you know, your heart is the life in your brain, right, they, they believe the same thing, Rodney, so, um, yeah, you know, you have to, you, you, your gut is very important, I agree with what Rodney's saying, because that, that truly runs your body, right, but it, but all of it kind of does, it's just like, if your teeth are all messed up, uh, and, you know, then, you know, your dentist and your doctors will tell you you're going to be unhealthy because you have to have a healthy mouth as well. So either get the teeth out, and get them all pulled uh, and put in falsies or fix the ones you have and get the, your teeth working right. But then again, moreover, I agree with what Rodney said. I mean, you have to then get your gut in order, you know, and, and a lot of people would tell you that that's more important, you know, uh, especially You know, I talked to Mandy, who's in the crowd. I don't know if she's still out there talking about keto. And her and I are always talking about improving the gut and getting not just probiotics, but prebiotics. Right. I mean, because the the gut controls everything, controls how your body uh, moves and what the nutrients are that you get from uh, from the food and how that gets into your system and into your blood. Right. So so all of that is important. And none of that works. If not, all of it is working together. If you don't have your if you don't mind your chakras and you don't know what they are and you don't even care, that throws your body out of whack and it doesn't run properly, which means your organs don't run properly, which means you don't feel right in your skin because your skin's not proper. Your whole body's not working right. That means your soul doesn't fit right because now you're a square Uh, you know, a square peg trying to go into a round hole or the other way around. So you have to have everything. You have to have your mind set in the right place. You have to then be aware of yourself, your higher self, your inner self, your body itself, the temple that is your body and how it runs and what it does. So you have to make everything work properly. You have to tune it up just like as if you're a race car. You're in this body that needs to be tuned up. And if you don't keep it tuned, which is, Kind of what happens to you because of society, they distract you at every turn. Everything is a distraction, right? Denise, welcome, by the way. I see you there in the chat. Sorry I didn't say hello uh, sooner. So it's a distraction. Everything is a distraction so that you won't do any of that. And then we eat too, way too much sugar. That's where I was going with all that, getting back to that. We eat way too much sugar. And sugar, the more sugar that you consume, the higher your chances of cancer, many, many types of cancer. Sugar is, a, is like... Um, you know, it's like miracle growth for cancer. That's not me saying that. You can look that up. I'm not. I'm not making any of this up, right? Right. And, and you know, Kevin says very true. You know, but lots of people are poisoned. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a lack of education. I think, Kevin. You know what I mean? I think we're all we're not educated. They've never really educated us the proper way. Even when I was in school and they were talking about nutrition. Looking back now, they were using that that building block nutrition that was lie. It was a lie. So, right, so we were told the wrong way to eat on purpose by people. You, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's that's true, you guys. You can look that up. I'm not making any of this up. I don't make that kind of stuff up, right? Everything I say is true because I've looked it up myself, not because somebody just told me or I went to a fact-check site because I don't go to those places because I know that they're all askew or none of those are real, Right? Yeah, Rodney says, look up Bill R R E X eighty four eight four. So, right, look that up. <laughs> right. When I was younger, like, let me put this up on the screen. When I, when I was younger, then he says, when I was younger, um, I ate healthier. You know, that's funny because we start out that way, don't we? Uh, when we're young, we eat healthy, we get out on our own and then we splurge for a while because we don't have our parents harping on us. And then we start going, wow, man, that's not good. And I want to be healthy because now you're starting to get older and you're in your twenties and you start eating healthy. And then somewhere in your thirties or forties, you get caught up in life, right? You get caught up in life and you start skimping and scrimping. That's what happens to all of us. It becomes convenient to eat junk because you're now you've got yourself in the routine of wasting too much time in the day. By uh, you know, by like Rodney says, the weaponized food has become weaponized. Let's put that up on the screen. Food has become weaponized, uh, and it has, right? So we have to realize that, and, and even now, you know, uh, when they first started doing organic stuff in the in the uh, department stores, they didn't wax anything like they did to make them pretty. Now they wax the organic stuff. You know, I'm I'm looking at organic apples when I was at the store last week, and they have wax on them now. Because they go bad if you don't wax them. So they go bad faster. So they wax the stuff to keep it from going bad fast. But then here we're ingesting wax. Not that wax is bad for us necessarily. Like it's not like it's a lead uh, lining, you know, or something crazy that will give us dementia. But still, what else are they doing then? You know what I mean? Is it really organic anymore unless you put out of your own garden? I don't know. Let's continue here.
1: Sorry that I am so slow at picking up precisely what we are getting at here. I want to be sure that we get this right, so I'll probably ask a few more stupid questions. Was the spasm that caused the extreme pain a spasm of the ileum? Answer, I am raw. Partially. The transverse colon also spasmed, as did the ducts to the liver in its lower portion. There were also muscle spasms from the bronchial coverings down through the pelvis and from shoulder blades to hips. These sympathetic spasms are a symptom of the exhaustion of the entity's physical vehicle. Question 102.9. Questioner, then the opening for these spasms was originally made by the yellow ray blockage but are triggered by the foodstuff, which has to do with the ingestion of sugar. Am I correct? Answer, I am raw. You are partially correct.
0: You know what, uh, Julia, I want to put it on the screen and, and read that. I was raised uh, and raised my kids on home-cooked meals. Going out was a treat. Happened rarely uh now they're all grown and uh, and all cook the large majority of uh, of their meals and you know what I, and I, that's good that you say that i was brought up we we were not a wealthy family um so i was brought up on home cooked meals because it was cheaper and we did we went out once on, if we were lucky it was once a month uh and it was a treat we did you know we didn't uh, we didn't go to restaurants too much but you know we didn't have a lot of money for that so we did a lot of home cooked and because of that i do home cooking now Right. So when you're when you're raised that way, my grandmother cooked every day. Right. My mother cooked every day or my father did. My father was actually better cook than my mother. My mother learned as as the years went on. My father did it professionally. Right. He did that uh, professionally at the time that my, my the reason my mom met my dad was because my uh, my father, her brother, my uncle uh, was working at a at a drive in. And my dad, the story is my dad was drunk and he was going and chasing women into the bathroom, uh, and they and he was too big of a guy for and everybody was afraid of him, so they sent my uncle, who was in, who was the same size as my father, big man, uh, and, you know they were both over six foot and you know they weren't they weren't thin, they were both fresh out of the the military at that time, both of them had fought in the Second World War, so they were fit, right? So people were not quite going to go chase my father and tell him to get out of there, and they sent my uncle, and that's how they met. And then he got my job, uh, my dad a job cooking, and the two of them cooked at different places all over for you know 20 years or so. And and my uncle continued doing that till he uh, even after he retired, right? So so my dad was a good cook. Everybody in my family are pretty good cooks. Uh, um, I pride myself on being a halfway decent cook. I don't know if I was as good as my father or or my uncle, because they did it professionally. But I, I, I like to think I went to culinary school for a while until you know we realized how much it was going to cost to go to the formal ones like in San Francisco, which are like $50,000 a semester. So I, I didn't get to finish. Obviously, I went to the culinary school at the high school until I was out of high school, the one that was free that actually ended up closing, because they realized they were giving away a lot of uh, money, you know, for free to people with learning pre stuff there for for nothing is extra credit. So the, the school ended up going, Wait a minute, we should be charging them and closed it. So, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you have to do that. And, it, and it, I when I in my book that I wrote about how to get out of debt, one of the things that I tell you in there is to eat healthier by cooking your own food, and you save hundreds of thousands and 1000s and 1000s of dollars every year, by cooking your own food and you and you'll live longer and you'll feel better and have more energy by cooking your own food because now you're eating homemade stuff and usually you you know that you're it's even it's just better for you than the other junk all right anyway let's continue
1: question 102.10 question then what else causes the spasms answer i am ra we speak of two types of cause The first or proximate cause was a meal with too much oil and too large a burden of undercooked vegetable material. The sugar of the dessert and the few sips of your coffee mixture also were not helpful. The second cause, and this should be stated clearly, is the energizing of any pre-existing condition in order to keep this group from functioning by means of removing the instrument from the ranks of those able to work with those of our question.
0: See, again, trying to find something to get Carla out of the way. And to make her sick, make her so she can't break the, you know, so it does break the connection. That's ongoing. And here we are in session 102. That was talked about like on session three. I mean, ongoing every single session, this poor woman was constantly, and even, uh, you know, outside of the sessions, not just during the session, but, uh, but uh, you know, this right here they're talking about is something that was happening uh, not while, obviously, while she was during the session, but for her practice uh, um, otherwise during the day, right? I mean, that's just insane to think about that. And we don't think about that enough that if you are doing any kind of light working at any kind, you're going to be, first of all, A, distracted out of your mind. You have no idea of those of us who do this. And then, B, you're going to have that stuff going on you know, negative energy attacking you from humans around you from, you know, people trying to literally trying to get rid of you because what you're doing is good. They can't just pop us in the head with a bullet anymore or, or, you know, or whatever, strangle us like they used to do in the old days. They can't do that anymore. So now they have to do other, other ways. And so they try to smear you. They have look at me, look at cancel culture. You know, they, they do all that and uh, to try and discredit you. Right. It's crazy.
1: Anyway, here we go. In 102.1 Questioner, now, there are two areas that the instrument can look to for curing this problem. I understand that the yellow ray blockage problem has been completely repaired, shall I say. If this is not correct, could you make suggestions on that please? Answer, I am Ra. Each entity must, in order to completely unblock yellow ray, love all which are in relationship to it, with hope only of the other self's joy, peace and comfort. Question 102.12 Questioner, the second thing that the instrument must do to effect this cure is to be careful of diet which includes all that Ra has just stated and that which Bob recommends from his readings. There seem to be so many different things that can cause this spasm. I was wondering if there were a general approach to food. Could Ra recommend those foods that the instrument could eat that would have no chance of causing a spasm? Could Ra do that? Answer, I am Ra. No. Question 102.13. Questioner, as that cause of the first distortion? Answer, I am Ra. No. Question 102.14. Questioner, why cannot Ra do that? Answer, I am Ra. There are no foods which this instrument can take with total confidence that no spasm shall occur. The spasming portions of the vehicle have become sensitized through great distortions towards that, which you call pain. Question 102.15. Questioner, is there a group of foods that is most liked?
0: Right. <laughs> right, Julie. And he continues. <laughs> and Julie says, for those of you on the MP3, oh, oh, raw. And here we go with the snarky raw, right? And and raw continues yet, right here. Look at the, Yes. <laughs> No,
1: I love it. Here we go. did not cause the spasming or any foods that Ra could name that would be highly likely not to cause spasms. Answer, I am Ra. Yes. Question 102.16. Questioner, could Ra please state which foods are highly probable to not cause the spasming? Answer, I am Ra. The liquids not containing carbonation, the well-cooked vegetable which is most light and soft, The well-cooked grains, the non-fatted meat such as the fish. You may note that some recommended foodstuffs overlap allergies and sensitivities due to the juvenile rheumatoid arthritic distortions. Further, although sugar such as is in your sweetened desserts represents a potential, we may suggest that it be included at this period for aforementioned reasons. Question 102.17. Questioner. Would Ra please estimate the length of time in our time periods for the probability of this problem, if we follow these curative measures, for this problem to continue with extreme severity? Answer, I am Ra. One of your moon's revolutions is a good possibility probability vortex of seeing either the worsening of the spastic conditions so that surgery becomes indicated or the bettering of the situation so that the diet continues to be watched but the spasms be removed. The housing of the working is within the infection within the duodenum, the stomach, the jejunum, the ileum, the transverse colon, and portions of the liver. This shall be somewhat difficult to remove and constitutes perhaps the most efficient working to date. We may suggest, again, that the one known as Bob may be of aid. The one known as Stuart could, if it wished, discover the infection which is only marginally detectable but may prefer not to do so. In this case it would be well to request physical aid from an allopathic specialist such as that which has been mentioned. Question 102.18 Questioner, do you mean by that Arthur cohen Answer, I am Ra. That is correct. Question 102.19 Questioner, you mentioned the possibility of surgery. What would be the surgery to be done, specifically?
0: Yeah, I was I was actually worried about that too. I'm like, wait a minute, what's he talking about? Surgery? Well, surgery on, on what exactly? Let's continue. I I am raw. The
1: body cannot long bear the extreme acidity, which is the environment of such spasms, and will develop the holes or ulcerations, which then do appear upon the animal. testing testings and suggest to the chirologian that which is to be excised.
0: See acidity. So the body being too acidic, that's another another uh, you know uh, thing that happens with the sugar when you eat too much sugar it puts your body uh you know too acidic and you don't want to be too acidic right i think it's i think that's correct there's a balance that you want to that you want to you want to be um yeah, that you want to be i know something now my brain's going back to water and and water being you know the pH balance of water but it's kind of the same because the the water we try to balance the pH balance of the water to the same pH balance of our eyes the water in our eyes so the water doesn't burn your eyes the chlorine doesn't burn your eyes or the bromine doesn't burn your eyes um so so um, that's why that we do that and the body's kind of the same way and i'm, and I'm trying to think now um yeah because you, you want it to be slightly acetone but not too far so there's a balance and i don't remember exactly what that mixture is i just remember my buddy telling me that and i'm sure that that, um, Mandy knows what I'm talking about and I just can't put my finger on it right now. Normally I can, I'm seeing my buddy, Scott, and he was the one that always told me that that you have to balance that the pH in your body, the same way to where you're slightly acidic, but not too acidic and, and not too the other way. I I can't think of it what that is right now. Uh, so I apologize if any of you out there know what it is, throw it in the chat for me so I can go, yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Cause I can't remember what it is. Uh, so, so, um, yeah, let's continue because maybe he'll actually say it, right? Maybe they'll talk about it.
1: Question 102.20. Question In other words, would this be the removal of a duodenic ulcer that will be performed? Answer.
0: Oh, that's a good question. I didn't see that, Julie. I wonder if she had Crohn's or ulcer- ulcerative colitis. She might have, uh, right? That's a good question because that's what it kind of sounds like, doesn't it? Right? And you're thinking about. Everything that's happening, it sounds like irritable bowel or Crohn's or ulcerative uh, colid- uh, colitis, uh, like you said. Uh, that's very possible, right? Uh, and back then, they didn't really know about that. I never really heard anyone um, because it was so far. Even now, if you have uh, Crohn's or, or, or uh, uh, ulcerative colitis or even uh, irritable bowel, that's very rare. But it, it's more so than it has been. But back in the 80s, I don't even think it, they knew that that was a thing yet, right? I mean, that's how rare it was then. Yeah, know, that's crazy.
1: I am Ra. If the ulceration occurs, it should be past the jejunum, and most likely include the ileum and upper portions of the transverse colon. May we ask for one more query of normal length as this entity, though filled with enough transferred energy, has the most fragile framework through which we may channel this and our energies. Question 102.21. Questioner, obviously we would like not to get to the point of surgery. The only other alternative that comes to mind other than the diet and the instruments mental work is healing through a healer, and I would like Ra's recommendation with respect to a non-allopathic type healer and any recommendations that Ra could make for either Jim or myself to act in that capacity or anyone else that Ra could recommend so that we wouldn't have to go through a surgical operation if it seems to become necessary. If we could begin working on one of these other approaches right away, I think it would be highly recommended would Ra comment on that please
0: oh, and, and, yeah Kevin I see your comment there uh, you know given the uh, things that transpired yesterday I think we're I think we're uh, um, happy of that <laughs> right that was kind of crazy right so yeah answer I am Ra. we salute the opening of
1: compassion circuitry in the question open mode that that which is being experienced by this group is being experienced within a healing atmosphere. The healing hands of each have limited use when the distortion has so many metaphysical layers and mixtures. Therefore, look not to a healing but to the joy of companionship, for each is strong and has its feet set upon the way. The moon casts its shadows. What shall you see? Think hands and walk towards the sun. In this instance this is the greatest healing. For the physical vehicle we can suggest far less than you had hoped. Question 102.22 Questioner, is there anything that we can do to improve the contact or make the instrument more comfortable? Answer, I am Ra. All is well. Find love and thanksgiving together, and each shall support each. The alignments are conscientious. We are known to you as Ra. We leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, then, merry and glad in his power and peace. Adonai.
0: You know, before the next session starts, somebody, I don't remember who it was, because a lot of you guys link me videos, ton of you guys link me videos. Uh, and one of the videos, I was watching this woman talk, and um, they were talking about spiritualism, right? So that was why it was sent to me. It was really cool, right? And, um, and one of the women actually said... Right, you know, uh, Adonai, you threw that on talking about the one true Creator, and I was like, "Wow, okay, she's read the law of one because that's the, the first place I've seen that to where they've used that reference the way they have." Right, and Rodney says, "Is he referring to sun gazing?" Um, I think he, I think he was there at that point um, because a part of a lot of what he's talking about for the healing is um, doing that as well. So he has, inter- and I wasn't really paying attention right then because I was looking at, w- at what they were saying here. Uh, so I apologize for that, but I, th- I think he was, be- I think they were, because, um, because that, that's uh, some of the stuff that they had discussed a few times, right? So you'll have to go back right there and, and um, listen to that over and see if that was the case. All right, so for those of you on the MP3 uh, broadcast, you don't realize that the-, the silence again is because that video is ending uh, for that session. And we're going to go into either the continuation or the next session. Let's see where that puts us here. So this is uh, this is session 103. So we'll go ahead and start. We've got a few more minutes. We'll go ahead and go in a, a question or two. We may have to start over next week, but we'll, we'll go into question two. So this is the Law of One by Ra, humble messenger of the Law of One, session 103. And this took place June 10th, 1983.
1: I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Question 103.1 Questioner, could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The physical distortions of the instrument remain serious. Further, the vital energies of this mind, body, spirit complex are much diminished, although acceptable for the needs of this working. This is to be noted as the lowest or most distorted vital reading of this all-important energy. The mental and mental emotional distortions are as last seen. We find the will of the instrument, having been unwisely used, to have encouraged the distortions of vital energy. It is well that the instrument ponder this. Question 103.2. Questioner, what is the situation with respect to the physical problems with the digestive portions of the body that the instrument had previously? Ra, the yellow ray, we must correct ourselves. I am Ra. Please expel breath across this instrument's chest area.
0: What? (laughs) Peter, welcome. How are we doing, buddy? I see you out there in the the crowd. Peter Quill, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please expel breath over this body. (sighs) Right? I mean, hey, it's a thing. Right? Let's see where this takes us.
1: This was done as directed. Question 103.3 answer. I am Ra. The channel is now satisfactory we find the yellow ray chemical body of the instrument to be exhausted but to be attempting the improvement by actions such as exercise and diet we may state that the infection has not completely left the body complex although it is far less virulent. question 103.4 questioner the instrument asks the question why she lost her joy in the recent past could ra comment on that answer i am ra The instrument made a free will decision not to address the physical catalyst causing great pain by means of the allopathically prescribed chemical compound which the instrument was sure would be efficacious due to its reliance upon the suggestions of Ra. Thus the catalyst was given in a more complete form. The outer service to others became nearly impossible, causing the entity to experience once again the choice of the martyr to put value in a fatal action and I ought to put value on consciousness of the creation and of the one creator and, thereby, live. The instrument, true will, chose the latter path. However, the mind and mental-emotional distortions did not give the support to this decision necessary to maintain the state of unity which this entity nominally experiences and has experienced since its incarnation's beginnings. Since this catalyst has been accepted, the work began to remove distortions blocking indigo ray might well be continued at pace. Question one.
0: See, so not only the foods that you eat, right? Not only the foods that you eat affect the, uh, your vibration, but your your ideology, your thought process, your, your state of mind. It's one of the reasons why when you're in the hospital, they never tell you how bad off you are, right? <laughs> it was, everything's always fine. Right. You could they could be telling your loved ones, get ready. He's going to die in 30 seconds. And they're going to tell you, don't worry about it. You're doing just fine. Just chill right there. Right. <laughs> so that's just crazy. Right. And then uh, Peter's giving us a message there. Right. Um, yeah, just to let you guys know, my laptop can't be fixed. Well, that, that's right. I'm about to buy a new one. Uh, just said that and I, I let you know that live. That, that's good. Uh, uh, Peter, because once we get your, uh, you know, computer or your phone working to where nobody's calling you, we're, we're going to have you back on the air because the people have been calling for more of Peter. Where's Peter? Where's that guy? And we're like, well, right now he's trying to get his stuff fixed. And like the rest of us, he's running on his own budget. So he's, uh, you know, having to take care of things on his own, just like I would, if I had something go down, I'd have to do the same thing. So that's all right, Peter, just take your time, buddy. We'll. there's plenty, you know, we're we're all in this to the, to the end. So, uh, you know, that'll be fine. No big deal. We'll get you hooked up and we'll get you back on there. Right. And then you can still do your TikTok and stuff anyway on your phone. But we just can't, you just can't get on the webinars because uh, unless you can, you know, make sure that nobody calls you um, because we can still do it with your phone. Right. The way we did it before. All right. That's fine. And he you guys don't know what we're talking about. I know it's in the middle of a conversation that, that he and I have been having for the last month. Uh, and so. But he just was telling me there because he hasn't had a chance to talk to me private. So he told me live, and I answered him live. Sorry for you guys going, what are you guys talking about right there, right? I mean, you kind of get the gist of it. But how rude. We're doing the one. And you just started talking to that fellow
1: in the audience. 103.5. Question. Could Ra recommend work appropriate for removing indigo ray blockage? Answer. I am Ra. We cannot recommend for the general situation for in each case the distortional vortex is unique. In this particular nexus, the more appropriate working is in the mental and mental-emotional powers of analysis and observation. When the strongest and least distorted complex is set in support, then the less strong portions of the complex shall be strengthened. This empathy has long worked with this catalyst. However, this is the first occasion wherein the drugs to are the pain that sharpens the catalyst have been refused. Question 103.6. Questioner, what is the present situation with respect to our fifth density service to self-oriented companion? Answer.
0: They ask that almost every single session, right? So let's
1: see. I am Ra. This entity has for some period of your space time been at rest. However, it has been alerted to the workings taking place in this soon-to-be-your-companion once again. Question 103.
0: Right. So, again, an ongoing assassin trying to kill Carla from a different dimension, different vibration. Right? Isn't that crazy?
1: 3.7. Questioner, can Ra recommend anything that the instrument can do or that we can do to improve any of the energies of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. This is previously covered material. We had outlined the path the instrument may take in thought. Question 103.8 Questioner, I didn't mean to cover previously covered material. I was hoping to add to this anything that we could do to specifically focus on at this time, the best possible thing that we or the instrument could do to improve these energies, the salient activity. Answer, I am Ra. Before responding we ask your vigilance during pain flares as the channel is acceptable but is being distorted periodically by the severe physical distortions of the yellow ray, chemical body of the instrument. Those salient items for the support group are praise and thanksgiving in harmony. These the group has accomplished with such a degree of acceptability that we cavil not at the harmony of the group. As to the instrument, the journey from worth in action to worth in this is arduous. The entity has denied itself in order to be free of that which it calls addiction asterisk. This sort of martyrdom, and here we speak of the small but symbolically great sacrifice of the clothing, causes the entity to frame a selfhood in poorness which feeds unworthiness unless the poverty is seen to be true richness. In other words, good works for the wrong reasons because confusion and distortion. We encourage the instrument to value itself and to see that its true requirements are valued by the self we suggest contemplation of true richness of being asterisk. Carla had made a new year's resolution to give up buying clothes for herself for one year. Question 103. Yeah.
0: If, if that's all you got, right. I mean, you're doing pretty good. If, if your new year's resolution is hey, you know what? I'm going to try and stop spending so much money on clothes. I mean, obviously Don must be making enough money and, and Carla must be making enough money. They're married whatever it is that they do outside of the channeling gig uh, obviously must be paying off when your new year's resolution is, eh, maybe I won't buy a hundred pairs of shoes this year. What do you think? I think I'll make that a resolution to cut back on the amount of clothes I buy myself. Right? I mean, come on, there could be a lot of other things. <laughs> I would think if that's the worst thing she has going on in her life, she's doing okay. And on top of all that, she has an assassin trying to murder her, so I'm trying to kill her,
1: right? Point nine. Question, is there anything else that either we or the instrument could do that would specifically work on the vital energy of the instrument to increase it? Answer, I am Ra. We have come up against the full stop of free will. Question 103.10. Questioner, in that case, I have a few questions on card number seven in order to finish off our first run through of the archetypes of the mind. There is a T with two right angles above it on the chest of the entity on card 7. We have guessed that the lower T has to do with the possibility of choosing either path in the transformation and the upper two angles represent the great way of the left and the right hand paths in the mental transformation that makes the change from space-time into time-space, you might say. This is difficult to express. Is anything correct in this? Answer, I am Ra. Yes question 103 point
0: <laughs> again right yes would raw comment on that
1: <laughs> one one questioner would Ra comment on that answer i am Ra. the use of the tower and the architect's square is indeed intended to suggest the proximity of the space-time of the great ways environment time space we find this observation most perceptive the entire mood shall we say, of the great way is indeed dependent upon its notable difference from the significator. The significator is the significant self, to a great extent but not entirely influenced by the lowering of the veil. The great way of the mind, the body or the spirit draws the environment which has been the new architecture caused by the veiling process and, thusly, dipped in the great, limitless current of time-space. Asterisk in tower. heraldry. A type of cross called a tau cross.
0: And that's that's tau T A U is what he's saying, and it doesn't come across right too very well with the computer. But he's saying tau, right? And heraldry, a type of cross called a tau cross. So that's what he's referring to there when he said the use of the tau. That was the very first beginning of the sentence, right?
1: Question 103.12. Questioner, I am guessing that the wheels of this chariot indicate the ability of the mind to be able to move in time space. Is this correct? Answer, I am wrong. We cannot.
0: Uh, yeah, and Rodney, yeah, Tau, it was T-A-U, yeah. He said, or T-A-V, right? And that depends on, on your uh, enunciation, right? Yeah, port of, port of sale. It's also the last letter of Rodney saying this. I'll put it up on the screen for you. It's the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet as well, right? So that's kind
1: of cool. say that the observation is totally incorrect, for there is as much work in time-space as the individual who evokes this complex of concepts has assimilated. However, it would be more appropriate to draw the attention to the fact that although the chariot is wheeled, it is not harnessed to that which draws it by a physical or visible harness. What then, O oh student, links and harnesses the chariot's power of movement to the chariot? Question 103.13. Questioner, I'll have to think about that. I'll come back to that. We were thinking of replacing the sword in the right hand with the magical sphere and putting a downward pointing scepter in the left hand, similar to card 5, the significator, as symbols more appropriate for this card. Would Ra comment on that please? Answer, I am Ra. This is quite acceptable, especially if the sphere may be imaged as spherical and effulgent. Question 103.14 Questioner, the bent left leg of the sphinxes indicates a transformation that occurs on the left that doesn't occur on the right, possibly an inability in that position to move. Does this have any merit? Answer, I am Ra. The observation has merit in that it may serve as the obverse of the connotation intended. The position is intended to show two items, one of which is the dual possibilities of the time full characters there drawn. The resting is possible in time as is the progress. If a mixture is attempted, the upright moving leg will be greatly hampered by the leg that is bent. The other meaning has to do with the same right angle with its architectural squareness as the device upon the breast of the actor. Time-space is closed in this concept complex, brought close due to the veiling process and its efficaciousness in producing actors who wish to use the resources of the mind in order to evolve. Question 103.15 Questioner, I am assuming that the skirt is skewed to the left for the same reason that it is in card number 4, indicating the distance service to self-polarized entities keep from others, and I am also assuming that the face is turned to the left for the same reason that it is in card number 5, because of the nature of Catalyst. Is this roughly correct? Answer, I am Ra. Please expel breath over the breast of the instrument from right to left. This was done as directed. I am Ra. That as well. Your previous supposition is indeed roughly correct. We might also note that we, in forming the original images for your peoples, were using the cultural commonplaces of artistic expression of those in Egypt. The face is drawn to the side most often, as are the feet turned. We made use of this and, thus, wish to soften the significance of the sidelong look. In no case thus far in these deliberations, however, has any misinterpretation or unsuitable interpretation been drawn? Question 103.16. Questioner, our appropriate time limit for this working, I believe, is rapidly approaching, so I would like to ask what was the problem in this session when twice in this session we had to expel breath over the instrument's chest? Answer, I am Ra. This instrument is unaware of the method used to contact R. However, its desire was particularly strong, at the outset of this working, for this working to transpire. Thus it inadvertently was somewhat premature in its leaving of the yellow ray, physical body. In this state the object was dropped upon the instrument which you call the typing microphone. The unexpected contact caused injury of the chest muscles, and we would advise some care depending from this working to avoid stress so that this injury may heal. There is a metaphysical component to this injury and, therefore, we wished to be quite sure that all portions of the environment were cleansed. Since this place of working has not its usual level of protection we used your breath to so cleanse the environment, which was at risk. Question 103.17
0: Weird things, right? I mean, we don't think about things like that literally happening to us. Small things that that affect a working space for things that we do. We we need to become more aware of that. You know what I mean? Uh, everything that we do. Those of us who do sort of this sort of stuff, and Rodney, I'm sure can attest to this. Because if you're if you're transmuting energy in any way to do anything, whether it's with magic or whether it's alchemy or or anything. You and then, and then if you're doing it as a scientist, you have to be like the nerd about things, and you have to do things in steps to to make sure that you're taking precautions to not only protect your physical body or, or protect your your life, depending on what you're doing. Right? Um, I've worked with many different chemicals to where if I made a mistake, I could have killed myself, blow myself up, burn myself, poison myself, poison gas, the whole nines. Right? Uh, and, and, and Rodney as well, I'm sure, being a, an alchemist, he, he makes the stuff where he's using chemicals. And, you know, if you do the wrong thing at the wrong time, you can get hurt. Not only that, but just in, you know, literally like doing the show before the show. I literally uh, try to do that every time, cleanse the entire office, cleanse the working space. And then I literally cast a circle to work within the space to keep out negative energy so that you don't have that bombardment from the outside world. Uh, the, because little teeny things you can see, little small things that you don't think of. There was one time where uh, the the fold in the sheet was in the wrong place, crossing Carla's body, and that changed the ability for her to actually channel raw, stop them from happening. Another time she had uh, some hair that went across her face and, and, and instead of setting the way it was supposed to. And because of that, it was interfering with the, the uh, communication the smoke one time from the incense sensor was blowing the wrong direction. Right. And that's, you know, and, and the candle was in the, in the wrong spot. Those things we, we, sometimes, you know, people th- think that stuff is like tedious and not necessary. And I talked about this before how their tools uh, of the, that extend, but they're also, you have to understand that, and I didn't cover this when I talked about that before, because at some point I said, at some point you don't need the tools, but that was sort of not exactly 100% true either. Uh, and, and I want to want to go back on that because I had I had said that, and when I did, I got to thinking about it off air and thought, well, no, because sometimes like, say, for instance, what they're doing, those tools being placed in a certain place and having certain things happening are, you know, yeah, Rodney said, it's like a short circuit. Right. You have to have everything working and sometimes you have to have things placed in these right spots. And it, that anchors your mind to continue focusing that energy in that spot. So you have that as a anchor and you set something in a certain spot and it's there and you're, you can see it. You know, it's there. You're aware of it, even if you're not looking at it through, you know, uh, a peripheral vision or whatnot, you know that these things are there. So when you set these things up in the right place, they're in that spot for a purpose. And, and your brain still locks onto them, even on a subconscious level, it focuses on that. So when you are doing a ritual of some sort, which everything we have to face that people are taught by the churches that, you know, all oh, those rituals are evil and it's the devil. And like I said last time, and I've said many, many hundreds of times, you know, and then you go into a church, and what are they doing? A ritual, a magic spell. Especially if you go to a Catholic church, they even do it Old scroll way. You know, they come in waving uh, uh, this incense and burning candles and waving their arms around and saying things and chanting, right? Everybody stand up, sit down, kneel. Stand up, sit down, kneel, right? Uh, and, you know, the, there's all this stuff that you're doing, and that, that's, that's the, almost the same in all Christian churches or any, you know, uh, religion. Right, Rodney right. says exactly, right? So it, it doesn't matter. When, so you're, you are constantly doing that, and they are too. They just don't want you to do it on your own because they still, uh, you know, the, the whole purpose, the way they were, the churches were corrupted after, after those people who are like Jesus and Muhammad and Moses and, and uh, the different people, David, uh, Elijah, uh, different people that, that Daniel wrote these different books that were prophets or prophetical, Then the people who came along behind them obviously corrupted them and set it up to where you only got to learn what they wanted you to learn. And that's what they do. They discourage you from going ahead. I talked about that last week. right? They they discourage you from doing even now. They discourage you from doing anything on your own. They need you to be controlled by them so that you only learn what they want you to learn. And now on the Internet, they've decided that as well. These big tech companies are now are slanting the Internet the way they think you should think. And then people call me a conspiracy theorist because on my personal page, the wallpaper is a uh, newscaster that says it's 6 p.m. Up next, what we want you to think. I've had that up there for, you know, a couple years off and on, three or four or five years off and on. And some people have made comments about that. You know, that's, oh, man, that's kind of a conspiracy theory, isn't it? And I'm like, is it? Right? Is it? It's not. These days. It's very obvious to, to many hundreds of millions of people, maybe not billions or trillions of people yet, but you know they just talked about this statistic on the news yesterday on one channel. They said that, um, that the last time in America that the American citizens were polled as to 50% or more, 50% or greater Americans trusted the media was back in 2002. 2002 was the last time Americans were at 50% of the people saying, yeah, I trust the news. Right? So that's insane. Right? So Kevin says, we're we're all here to be equal and treated with respect. <laughs> well, I, and then he says, laugh out loud. Well, we are all here to be equal and treated with respect. The problem is that you have some people that just refuse to do that, Kevin, right? I mean, they're, they're they're just not treating people that way. Some people are just evil and they, and they have to have power and, and they do that. Other people get a God complex and they think that, they, you know, that they are God or that they are above where they are in their station, which is just like all the rest of us right here down at the bottom as a peasant, right? <laughs> there is, there should not be, and is not really other than in the minds of the people with money, any difference between them and us. It's the same thing when people look at say the world that we live on, and then they look at, say, possibility of aliens, and they're like, "Well, they'll be so much more advanced than us, and so wise." And that's a child's thought. It's the same thought that I had when I was five, six, eight, ten, and you guys all probably did too. Your parents were your heroes, your father and your mother, unless they were mean to you. They were the they were the all knowing, all seeing, and you believed that society was super intelligent, and that the people in charge of the City and the state and the government and the world were just these very intelligent, uh, respectful, even keeled people until you hit a certain age where you realize that it's total bloody chaos and it's backstabbing and murder and rape and pillage, and that's the main stream of everything in the in the media, in the governmental systems, all of that. I mean, none of it is 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 the anything what we thought. So it's naive to then project and say, well, aliens would be better out there. It's not. They're us. They're just like us. They're exactly like us. The difference is they have technology that we don't have or apparent technology that we apparently don't have because I believe that we have the same technology. So, it's, so unfortunately for us, we look at that, some of these things and we hold things on a pedestal that we shouldn't, uh, you know, but we wish that it was that way. it's just like with you know when when they wrote the book you know the the uh um, what was it called the, the republic that was the idea of the perfect republic it didn't exist on the earth there were things close to it the Roman Republic was close to it, but it was still flawed so Homer looked at that I think it was homer that wrote that right yeah, homer wrote the republic so that was that was the utopian uh, um society, the utopian Government and that when the when the founders of America founded America they they used that book they didn't copy it hundred percent because they didn't believe in some of the stuff because the beliefs had changed and uh, their belief system had changed a little bit and you have to remember that they were property owners and landowners and and you know the money making plantations of the, the colonies so they were looking out for themselves as well they weren't exactly trying to be free as much as they were just trying to be free of the king. And be in charge of themselves. But then, when we I mean, look what happened in the United States, what changed when, when the United States gained their freedom? The only thing that changed was that the rich and the elite gained their freedom from the king. So, Benjamin Martin's warning of why should I trade 1,000 tyrants 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away came to fruition very quickly. Came to fruition very quickly after the war was over. They wanted to make George Washington the king of the United States, and he refused. They wanted to make him the king. So they literally wanted to set up their own monarchy. After they just threw off the monarchy and said they didn't want to have a monarchy, they went back on what they said and wanted to make him king, and he said no. So then they came up with, or he did, someone came up with, I don't know the exact on that, someone came up with the idea of a president, and that was part of the governmental system that they had set up. So that there wouldn't be a king, but they were they contemplated it. That's in history, you can look that up. So, immediately things didn't change, and the slaves were still the slaves for how much longer? That was 1776, right? Until another hundred years, another 120 years. So, I mean, that you, you just have to look at that and understand that, right? So, there are bad people, there are evil people, and they are the ones that have that ability about them to contradict what kevin was saying right equality and be treated with respect that you know that that they just they only do that when we force them to but you have to you have to actually take the bite of that fruit to understand that you have to gain the knowledge to understand that this has been the status quo and that's what raw was here to kind of remind us and throughout history that happened many 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 times the jesus factor happened 12 times that i'm aware of Right. 12 times that I'm aware of. And the, and the story didn't change. So there's a lot of that is out there trying to remind us of everything that they tried to hide from us. And and people are, are saying, well, we need to get disclosure from the government. No, you don't. You're not going to ever get disclosure from the government. You need to all you have to do is look at the disclosures there. You just have to look at it and force it. And eventually they'll have to come clean. But that won't be until after they destroy a lot of the stuff that they don't want us to see. Right. So I think we'll well, we'll stop right there. We did a lot for this week. And um, I popped back on the screen there for a second, didn't I? And uh, put me up on the screen. There you are. There I am. There's my ugly mug. I don't need my glasses now. I'm not reading anything. Right. So so namaste. Um, Thank you for being here. We ran over a bit. But, you know, I mean, that's okay. I could have gone even longer. But I decided that I think that was a good place to round it out. Uh, so, you know, you have to become aware. That's why I want to stop right here so we can do this. You have to become aware. Again, I talk about this all the time. You always are going to have somebody hounding after you. You're going to have somebody attacking you. It comes from uh, places that you're not even ready for. You don't know. That just happens uh, you know, uh, and then like, it's a full moon right now. It's the last full moon. The same thing happened. A lot of people popped off and did crazy stuff. Now, same things happen. It's overwhelming for, for uh, people. Uh, the more of this kind of stuff that is out, I'm not saying by me doing this particular thing, but myself and all the other people that are, uh, in, in the, in the world that are, that are helping guide people and give information to you guys out there that's forcing people, right. Um, It's forcing people, and then coronavirus forced uh, half of the planet to really start looking within, and some people just couldn't handle it and can't, and they're still having problems with it. And I feel bad for those people, and, you know, people should reach out to, we should all reach out to and try to help those in need when that happens, unless they're losing their shit, then you just have to kind of let them go and go, okay, now let's hope they figure that out on their own, because just like Ross said, you get to that point where you've reached – that that boundary of free will you can no longer tell someone anything or help them because now it's they have to experience this we all have to have those experiences so in doing so right so yeah how does one handle uh shielding oneself is that what you're asking um it's actually not that hard i mean instead of shielding yourself you have to see it as uh as um reflecting it's it's an armor that you you reflect um uh, it's not really that hard to do you just have to uh, well, I guess it is in the beginning if you don't know and understand how to do that stuff that it is. But you have to project in your mind that that for one, anybody who's evil, uh, in, in that respect or like Carla having someone attack her from another dimension if you greet them with the love and the light of the infinite creator that's like evil to them and they don't like that and they'll, they'll diminish people on the other hand will get more aggressive because they have that plane we have that three-dimensional plane of existence and that's what they do when they can't get you here they immediately go after your body and beat it and torture it into submission uh, That's that's what they do to try you know because they can't get you any other way and then if they can't do any of that then they then they you know then they, uh, uh, you know, try to kill you off, right? So, um, right. So Rodney, Rodney says, try try something called LBRP. Look it up uh, for those of you on the MP3 uh, file. Uh, that's a, that's good, Rodney, because they can look that up and they can and they can look at that. So, we'll see. Then you should learn hand to hand combat, or call the police. And she says her husband abuses her. Uh, then you should. I would say that what you should do at that point is call the police and, and get a restraining order and keep him away from you because if he is abusing you in any way, then he's harming you. And if you have children, it's even worse. So that's my advice to you as a, as a pastor. Okay. My advice to you as a pastor is if you're being abused by anyone, whether you're male or female, whether you're a child or an adult, and somebody is abusing you, you need to get away from that abuser. The longer you stay with that abuser, eventually that abuser is going to do more and more harm to you. And they usually escalate and eventually they might kill you. So if you have some situation like that, um, you know, then, uh, Uh, See, uh, same thing. If a person is bipolar or they have split personality, it's still a problem. They're not taking their medication. They're not staying on their medication and all this is happening to them. It's not your fault. And for your safety's sake, if they are violent towards you, even though you love them, you have to leave them because, oh, well, I love them. It's not their fault. They have their bipolar, so it's not their fault. Many people are bipolar, and that doesn't give them carte blanche to do damage to people physically or mentally doesn't give you doesn't give you the freedom well I have a problem therefore I can kick your ass whenever I want right that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't give you that right nothing gives you you the right to do that to another person okay so they have a problem they need to address it and if they're not addressing it or they're addressing it in a way that's still not solving the issue and they're abusing you you need to get out of that situation so that's your choice to make Right. I can't tell you anything other than that. I'm like giving you the tools and, you know, I can take a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. You have to decide whether you're going to stay with that person or whether you're not going to stay with that person. Right. That's that's your choice. Um, uh, and, you know, but I can tell you that that's my, you know, my opinion as a as a pastor. My opinion is, what are you doing? I don't care if they're they're ill. And, you know, it's not like they they oh, I can't help myself. You know, it's not like they have Tourette's and their Tourette is to beat people up with the bell rings. Right that that's just you that's just not right and it's not normal and you can't explain it away and you can't feel sorry for a person they have to take care of themselves and if they're not and they're still violent then you know I have a friend of mine who is schizophrenic and the voices tell him to murder people kill people okay he takes his medicine so that he doesn't do that right so if he didn't he would be killing people or he'd be harming people Okay. And, and, and he's realized that's so he takes that. So somebody, even if they're manic, you know, even if they, it doesn't matter what you are, you're bipolar, whatever, you still know that you have that problem and you still choose to either not take the medicine or not try to help yourself. And then you're, it's not like you're out of control and I can't help myself. Right. Drunks try to say that. Alcoholics try to say that. Well, I was drunk and I, I don't remember what I did, but, would, but you drank to the point where you did that which means you're the problem you're doing that and making it happen okay and if that person won't stop drinking you need to leave that person right so that's that sometimes you have to do that for your own safety so that's all I'm going to say about that all right so that's all I'm going to say and and I god bless you I hope that that you make right decisions and I hope that everything works out for you I'd hate to see any harm come to anybody just because they're not you know I've seen that happen on the streets when I was working and when I was working in a mobile home park. And, and you know, this woman was getting beaten all the way up the street by her boyfriend. We called the sheriff and they literally went like a thousand yards. He was kicking her and beating her and she was falling down. She's trying to leave and he was tackling her. And, and uh, you know, I I wanted to go and tackle him. But my boss said, you can't do that. We call the police. So we called the police and they arrested him for assault. And then she didn't want to press charges. He was out the next day. And even the police officer was really angry with her because he was like, he's going to kill you someday because he's seen it happen. He's a, he's a police officer. He knows the routine and how it goes. Right. So I I worry about that. Right. So yeah. And then Facebook. Oh, Josie. Hi, Josie. Welcome girl. Let's put that up on the screen. The problem, right. I'll read this to you guys in the MP3. The problem is Facebook always remembers when you don't, you never drink drugs (laughs) in Facebook, right? I've done that too. She knows. So you're right, right? Don't ever drink and do Facebook, right? Because Facebook never forgives you for that. Um, Same thing, right? Uh, That's hilarious. (laughs) That's funny right there. Thank you, Josie. I needed that. That was good. Uh, I've done it. I've gotten gotten crazy, belligerent, stupid drunk and said stupid things on Facebook, on Twitter. I I back away from social media as as much as I can when I'm drinking, uh, unless I'm just watching movies or videos or something because, you know, you don't want to do something stupid. And I've done it a few times. And some people do it. They get belligerent and they get on the air belligerent or whatever, in public belligerent when they're drinking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's just crazy. Okay. So, guys. Um, yeah, and I, I hope I hope everything works out for you. Um, that you know, I really do. I pray for you. I'm going to put a prayer. Hopefully, everybody else does too. Put a prayer, and
1: that everything works
0: out for you. But you guys have to pay attention to your surroundings at all times. I've told you this many, many times. You have to pay attention to who's focusing negative energy on yourself, and you have to be able to reflect that negative energy away from yourself, so that it doesn't affect you. You don't have to be affected by negative energy when people try to attack you. You don't have to be. It's just like when somebody calls you a name or or something and you get mad. That's because you pre-programmed that into your brain that if somebody says this to me, I'm going to react this way by being angry. You have to control that. Those are those, well. You don't always pre-program that stuff. Let's let's be some of it. We do ourselves. But some of it is is um, either our culture, our our, our parents. Uh, whether we're a, a man or a woman, uh, there's certain things that get pre-programmed because of our society into our brain that we're supposed to react a certain way. And then we push stuff in there as well. Right. And, and the problem is that people know what that stuff is. So they try to say those hideous things to you, right, to affect you, to, to get you to be either angry or upset or afraid or whatever it is. Uh, and they do that on purpose. Those are narcissists. Those are people who are in service to self and they do that on purpose. Um, uh, to to get that energy from you, right? I've learned a long time ago, way long. I went to school for this. This is not, I'm not kidding you. I went to school for this. I went to management school, and then literally I was just talking to somebody about this. And you're trained to be like a robot. You do, nothing can affect you. And then I was learning, you know, psychology. You know, as a kid, most of us had to take those courses. Any of you who was in high school, you had to take psychology, at least if you're in the United States. And um, psychology 101 is that is also telling you the same thing to you disassociate your your emotions from uh what what you're talking about and and so there's all these places that tell us that we need to do that in our lives because of this and that comes in handy at some point when somebody's yelling and screaming at you and trying to berate you and and get you to be pissed off driving down the road somebody flips me off and yells stuff at me out the window and you know and if that happens i just go (laughs) all right man cool thank you right so yeah psychological warfare right right kevin right uh for psychological warfare so yeah thank you josie for sending good good vibes there to uh to Divika, Is at devika I think is, is how it's, it's said and I don't know how to pronounce your name I guess it's i ayana. ayana i I apologize I'm really bad with names the way people spell it I'm looking at the monitor over here but welcome no mistake thanks i I know I'm saying it wrong and I apologize I slaughter names because uh, you guys all around the world have names that are spelled differently and different countries and things like that. And I'm an American. And sometimes we don't, uh, we don't always, uh, you know, see people's names and understand uh, the, the names. And, uh, you know, and sometimes it's really weird. I don't know if I've ever told this story. I was a manager of a frame shop. And one of the guys comes in after they took an order one night. And he comes in and he says, Leo, this has got to be fake. It's got to be a fake name. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, look, look at the name. And here's this long name with no spaces in between it. And it literally spells out, I am a dyke. I'm not kidding you. I can't make this up. Literally, I'm a dyke is what was written down on the paperwork. But there was no spaces in the, in the words. And I was like, that, that's got to be something else, right? Said, this has got to be an alias. Either way, the person came in with the stuff they paid, right? Let's frame this and we'll figure it out later. So we never figured it out. So when the person came to pick it up, I went out there. I said, I got to be there when the person gets here. call me. So they called me and I went out. It was an African woman. She was literally from Africa. Now, I don't remember where from. But she was sophisticated, very well educated, spoke very good English, better English than I speak. And I looked at her and I said, I said, Well, I'm sorry, could you tell me what your name is, please? I'm, we're having a hard time figuring out what it says here on the paper. And she said her name, and it was something like, let's see if I can get as close to what she had said, that it was that it was uh I'm a, I'm a Amadeki. It was her last name, Amadeki. But I I said said to her, I I apologize, this is really embarrassing. I said, but in English, and she looks at me, she smiles, she says, I know. She says, if you space those words, it means I am a dyke. And I said, yes. And she started laughing. I know, that is very funny. I found that out when I came to America. No, this is my name. And she told me again, and I I said, I'm so embarrassed, but we thought this was a fake name because she says, I know it looks like that. But that was a real name. She showed me her identification. It really was. And it was like, I'm, I'm a decay or I'm I'm I'm, I'm a decay. The way it was pronounced, I'm not doing it right. So it still sounds like I'm saying I'm uh, something and it wasn't. It, 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 it was different sounding. But when she said it, it was like a Greek word. It made perfect sense. I was like, okay. So sometimes we don't know that stuff. Right? That's why I'm just Julie, right? That's why I go by Leo. Did I ever tell you guys that story? And then I'll let you guys go for the night because it has nothing to do with the law of one. But my name is actually Leonard, right? People who are not from this country have a hard time pronouncing the word Leonard, right? Because they see it and it's spelled, I don't have it on the screen right now, but it's spelled L-E-O-N-A-R-D, right? If I take that off the screen that you see there, you'll see my name. L-E-O-N-A-R-D is German spelling of the word Lionheart. But it, when, I say, when you say it, it's Leonard, right? So this woman who was an exchange student from Africa, she was on a register. Uh, I was working at a different frame shop owned by the same company. At the time, I wasn't a manager. At the time, I was an assistant manager. And she kept calling me up to her register. She got attached to me and was comfortable with me. I was her training uh, manager. And so whenever she had a problem, she would page me. The problem was she saw my name, and it spelled Leo Nard, L-E-O. N-A-R-D. So she got on the intercom. Leonard to register one, please. Leonard to register one. And I would go up there and not correct her and help her and went off what I was doing. This went on for a while while she was up there her first time for her shift. So I got called four or five times, maybe more. I never really paid attention. I just kept working and running back up to help her. And getting her up to par, my, my friend, who was a really good friend of mine even till today, who was the manager, and he and I ended up becoming roommates. We're living in a house together, and my other buddy is actually buying that house from him. Anyway, he was the <laughs> manager at the time, and he calls me into the office. And I come in, and he says, give me your name badge. And he's mad. And I'm like, whoa, is he firing me? What is going on? I'm going through my head. What did I do wrong? I looked at him. I said, I said, are you firing me? He goes, no, give me your damn name badge. I was like, okay, and I, I slid it across the desk. He slides me another one, and it says, Leo. <laughs> he says, from now on, you're Leo. If that little girl, and he closes his eyes, and he puts his face in his hands. He says, if that little girl calls you Leonard one more time, I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> and then he laughed about it, and he says, oh, my. We can't have somebody saying Nard all day long. You're Leo. Tell that little girl to call you Leo from now on. So that's literally when I started with the nickname Leo and going by that. It's also my initials, L-E-O, Leonard Edward O'Neill. So I I, kind of went by it before that because I would sign for stuff when I was working at another retail store. And we were selling furniture and I would sign for it. I signed Leo because you have to sign your initials. So I put Leo. And people were like, Who's this Leo? and I'm like, Me, Leonard Edward O'Neill. They're like, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You know, and so then I started doing it in a different way to where it wasn't just Leo straight away, it was a different configuration with my sick with my initials. But that's how I got that, isn't that crazy, right? Leo, the way things come across with the name. I apologize because I didn't know how to pronounce your name, and I did say it correctly. Thank you, thank you for that. Uh, so I, I, I've been getting better at it, right? All right, guys, so that's a funny story, right. About names. Right. And, and I I don't know if I've ever told you guys on my podcast before. So namaste, we'll come back and pick it up next week. Uh, we probably only have about three or four or five weeks left for the law of one guys. So ring it out with me. I I promised I was going to do the entire thing. Most people who started translating it have never finished helping. Like I do, they all do a few sessions and quit. Uh, and they've, none of them have gone continuously to go to the end. And I'm going to do that all the way to the end because I said I was going to, and it'll be out there in the ether for people to listen to and find until it's deleted off the internet, right? The ethernet, because it's out there on the, on all over the place on MP4 and MP3. Okay. All right, guys. Namaste. Have a great day. It's Friday. Have a good weekend. Hopefully some of you have the weekend off. Those of you who have to work for the weekend, don't work too hard. Um, you know, we're going into summer in the North American continent now, heading that direction here in, in the United States, at least on the West Coast. We're looking at a drought, possibly. We just got out of a five-year drought four years ago, and now we're back to it. So wish us luck over here with the fires again, right? All right, guys, have a great, great day. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week, right? stay.